1: hey everyone seasons greetings Merry Christmas happy Hanukkah kicking Kwanzaa rocking Ramadan cool Yule happy winter solstice lovely life day and whatever whatever holidays I'm forgetting welcome back to trip up trivia we are here in it is freezing, it is December, and you know what that means. It is time for the holiday-themed trivia. My name is Alexis Haina, and here with me always, my wonderful co-host, Jesse starcher How's it going, Jesse?
0: Ah, uh, Alexis Haina, it is great <laughs> to be back on here recording another Tripped Up Trivia. And I think we should just go ahead and get right into the introductions here. Let's go ahead and welcome back, returning Tripped Up Trivia champion winner Jason Teasley he's the river bottom night wait a second I want to make sure I get this right Teasley because I know how sometimes I can misread things the river bottom nightmare band
2: that is, is correct
0: is that like an uh an otter uh yeah in otter yeah. reference
2: of course it's an Emmett otter reference
0: All right. Riverbottom Nightmare Band and co-host of the Second and Short podcast and the godfather to Jesse's podcast Uh, career. Yes, indeed. Jason Teasley, welcome back. Are you ready to talk some Christmas trivia tonight?
2: That I am. I'm ready to defend my title on Tripped Up Trivia. Okay,
0: very good, very good. And we have another returning champion, as a matter of fact, David Wright. You can catch him right here on the Radwich and Broadcasting Network, usually talking movies with Mark, some of the other great podcasters, on the network especially uh check out his star trek retrospectives if you haven't had a chance david wright welcome back to the tripped up trivia podcast are you ready to i don't know try and have a better showing than disney trivia
3: (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm very confident that that will be possible I've got nowhere
0: to go but up. I love it. I love it. Ah, well, you know what? Jason Teasley brought along wonderful and adorable. That's the words. Wonderful and adorable. His wife, Amber Teasley. Amber, welcome to the Tripped Up Trivia podcast. You said this is the first time you've been on somebody else's podcast. Let me tell you, just sit back, relax, have a good time. Are you ready to talk some Tripped Up Trivia Christmas edition tonight?
4: I am very much so.
0: Very good. Very good. And he doesn't care how we introduce him tonight because he doesn't give a crap, as they say. He was on the road. He's not on the road. We don't know where he's at. He's here to celebrate Christmas with us on Tripped Up Trivia. Mark Radlich, are you ready, sir, to play some Christmas trivia tonight?
5: I am full of yuletide cheer, Jesse Starcher. I am brimming with the Christmas spirit, and that is what has brought me here. Despite the fact that everything, everything has tried to prevent me from making it, much like Santa Claus, I have come down the chimney For all the good boys and girls to deliver trivia presents like Santa Claus again.
0: So... Uh, Here's how the game works. We're gonna have two 15 question rounds. All right. First round is going to be worth the questions are worth one point apiece, and then we hit the second round. The questions get a little bit tougher, and they're worth two points apiece. It's going to be movies for the first set, music for the second set of five, and then Christmas traditions. So Christmas movies, Christmas music, Christmas traditions. But yeah, uh, Alexis, are you are you ready to get things started?
1: I most certainly am ready. Contestants are. are you ready to play?
0: Yay. Yes. As ready as i will ever be. Hee-haw,
2: hee-haw for more. Go for it.
1: All right. Starting off with the movie trivia. Question number one. In the iconic film, It's a Wonderful Life, what is the name of the angel that helps out our main character?
0: Your brother, Harry Bailey. Broke through the ice and was drowned at the age of nine. That's a lie. Harry Bailey went to war. He got the
2: Congressional Medal of Honor. He saved the lives of every man on that transport. Every man on that transport died. Harry wasn't there to save them because you weren't there to save Harry.
1: Answers are all in. The correct answer, the angel that helps our main character, his name is a Clarence. woo David and Jason all got that right
5: all
0: right Woo-hoo.
5: mark what'd you put uh Gabriel I took a shot in the dark I've actually never seen it's a wonderful life
0: wow really okay yeah neither have I I've seen you know what I've seen I've seen parts of it on gremlin so <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah I'm, I am a, I'm aware of its cultural significance I've just
1: never watched it yeah it's one of those films that even if you haven't seen it you know you know all about it and you've seen at least one scene through another movie although I think a lot of us saw it either in French or In Spanish, when we watched one of the two first Home Alone films. That's true. All right, question two. Boris Karloff, Anthony Hopkins, and Pharrell Williams have all narrated different incarnations of What's Holiday Classic. And
0: this. What's funny is, a uh, friend of the podcast, Justin Thomas, a while back, he went to the Goodwill and picked up a bunch of VHS tapes. And there were two versions of this that he wanted me to transcribe over to digital. And one of them was indeed narrated by Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. VHS Classic.
1: Well, since all answers are in, Jesse, you want to tell us what the answer is?
0: How the Grinch Stole Christmas.
1: That's correct. Boris Karloff narrated the uh, Chuck Jones animated original. Anthony Hopkins narrated the live action one with Jim Carrey. Pharrell Williams was the narrator for the most recent version with Benedict Cumberbatch.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Which I like to pretend doesn't exist. Because if you're not going to let Benedict Cumberbatch actually sound like Benedict Cumberbatch, then what's the point of having him voice the Grinch?
4: Right. I have to agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah, seriously. It's like when I found out they cast, I'm like, oh, we're going to have Svaug voicing the Grinch. It, it was like, how awesome is that going to be? And then they had him with an American accent. I'm like, no, no, you, you messed up what you had.
0: All right, what do we got score wise?
1: Uh, Jason, Amber, and David all got that right.
0: Woo-woo. I'm back for now. <laughs>
1: All Disney right. Parks
0: trivia. Oh, wait a second. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you son of a gun.
1: <laughs> You're do getting I both cold. questions ready at the end this time. I'm not just pulling those out of my butt.
3: <laughs> well, this time I live 24 minutes away from the North Pole. Suck it. <laughs> oh,
1: wow, yeah. Oh-ho! He's got an advantage on us. Uh-oh. Look out. All right. Now, question number three. This is going to be a little bit different because normally when we ask you guys for an answer, uh, we're willing to let you do any kind of misspellings or whatever. That's not a big deal. We can usually figure out which one but this time i need the correct spelling that's the only way to know that you got this answer right what does jack skellington call santa in the nightmare before christmas he has a specific name for him what does he call him and i need both the first and the last name
3: from the mind of tim burton the nightmare before christmas (laughs) An amazing high-def picture of dazzling colors come to life. I feel so much better now. Like you've never seen it
1: before. All right, all answers are in. Jason, David, and Mark, you all got it right. You spelled it correctly. The name is Sandy Claus, and it's Claus, C-L-A-W-S.
3: C-L-A-W-S. Ooh, I, was, I was sweating a bit on that one.
1: So, Amber, you've never ever seen Nightmare Before Christmas? Really?
4: Never. She won't watch it with me.
0: I've never seen it either. Oh,
1: it's such a my, good sister,
0: my sister, my sister's a huge fan too. Yeah, I saw it once when I was a
3: kid, but it, it never really stuck with me. Yeah. Which is which is fine cuz it seems to have stuck with everyone else for all of eternity.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Seriously, so Tim fair. Tim Burton or any of his descendants will never have to work a day in their lives. Mhm.
1: So, question number 4. In Love Actually, what instrument does Sam learn to impress his crush?
0: Sam, I, I don't see. So let's see. I have seen, out of the four, I've seen one of these four movies so far that we've
4: covered. <laughs> I've seen this movie, but it's been years. Like, yeah, who's I, in I, it? I,
0: I have not seen seen Love
3: Actually. Who, who's in it? Is it... um uh, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, uh, okay. Hugh Grant's teeth.
2: <laughs> uh, Hugh Grant's hair. Hugh Grant's gum line.
4: <laughs> it's all the, a lot of the British Actors like Keira Knightley, Liam Neeson, Colin Firth, Keira Knightley, Emma Thompson, Bill Knightley. See a lot. Alan Rickman. Is, Can you get any more British? That's uh, a lot of
0: British names. <laughs> Jeez Louise! That's, I sent that's,
4: I sent Alexis my my answer before I started looking this up. <laughs> that,
2: that's uh, that's a.
4: I mean, even Martin dentist. Freeman was in it. From wow,
2: uh, uh, he wasn't even
3: in *Headed Harry Potter*.
2: That's a dentist on set for to put four kids through college.
4: <laughs> all right, all answers
1: are in. The instrument that he learns to play is the drums. I know when we'll get that one right. Mark got that right.
0: I was pretty sure it wasn't the oboe.
2: (laughs) I almost went ukulele.
0: Give me me who got it right again.
1: Uh, Mark and Jason. Thank you. Yeah, Amber and David both wrote piano.
3: (laughs) Okay. I'm trying to think of romantic, romantic instruments. The cello
1: all right question number five what is the name of the department store that buddy goes to work at in the movie elf
2: where the elf what's your favorite color probably
0: top five i think for me when it comes to christmas movies here at the house
4: actually not a huge fan of it
0: really yeah i some people can do without will ferrell that's all the stuff at the start. Of the North Pole is just brilliant,
3: but yeah, well, it, it's not as good once it gets to New this, York.
5: <laughs> I, my biggest issue with Will Ferrell and most of what he does is he's one of those comics that he's not funny unless he's screaming at the camera. Uh-huh. And once or twice, it's it's you know it'll make you laugh, kind of like you know Sam Kinison getting you to laugh because you're <laughs> uncomfortable. When it's for the entire two-hour darn darn movie, I'm like, all right, I've had enough of this. And it's like the first time I saw Elf. It was funny, but I c- I can't do like subsequent viewings of that.
0: Oh, I love it. It's got a good heart to it. Yeah, I think What's Will
3: all- Ferrell's <laughs> one of those actors where he's really good as long as he's not in a Will Ferrell movie. Uh, also see Adam Sandler.
0: Uh, <laughs> <I was laughs> it's
1: an amazing uh, Christmas soundtrack. It actually has uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra doing parts of the Nutcracker Suite, and it works so well. Oh, I love nice.
5: it. Jason and I were talking on Monday about how there are like certain I think, like Will Smith, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, um, the. Epit- hold into certain roles, but when they get something dramatic, it shows that they have really great acting chops. Well, Farrell's one of those people. He's a great actor. He just, you know, all anyone ever wants him to do is scream at the camera and fall down.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, well, all answers are in. The correct answer is Gimbals. Jason and Mark, you both got that right.
0: All right, score update time. Here we go. got to
4: do better or I'm never going to live this down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: so Amber, we're working from the bottom to the top here amber is in fourth place with a total of two points in second place going from fourth to second that's right david uh mark and david i was wondering <laughs> <laughs> they are tied right now with a total of 3 points and going perfect for the first round. His name is Jason Teasley. That's right, Jason Teasley has a total of 5. Total of 5.
5: So, so points, Jason right. so Jason wins. We can we can just end this now and give him like a trophy and a title and a parade and be just be like we're done. Hey, I I'm, I'm
2: cool with that, Mark.
5: Okay. Like like Amber can we help get Jason in the air? Just carry him around the room on 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 our shoulders?
4: Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> We could always raise him up in a chair.
5: Y'all, that would be perfect. Like King of the Ring style? Yes, definitely.
0: Oh, absolutely. He'd be Macho Man sitting there on the throne. Oh, Mm. no, I'm King Mabel. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. Can we go full
5: like WrestleMania nine and he's just lounging with Vestal Virgins around him, feeding him grapes, Macho Man style?
0: Uh, tripped up trivia champion. He's got plenty of rounds to lose this game. So oh, we'll okay. just find out. And we'll find out here. Alexis, what's the next round? That's the spirit.
1: Next section. All right. Happened? Who's ready to talk Christmas carols? Ooh.
2: I don't know how many car- carols I know that are named Christmas, but let's go.
1: Is this about people
3: named Carol at Christmas?
2: Oh That's what my God. I I'd love it. I would love that to be
0: this whole. Carol Burnett.
5: How many questions <laughs> are answered with Lumonti is what I need to know ahead of time. How many, how many, how much uh, of this is Lumonti? This
1: is going to be a depressing Carol Burnett. Down for Mark Raddick. <laughs> question number one What is it that brings Frosty the Snowman to life?
2: And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Thump, Look at Frosty go. Thump,
1: thump, 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 thump. All right, all answers are in, and you guys all got it correct. It's his hat.
2: Good, Magical top hat.
1: Question number two. What does Alvin the Chipmunk want for Christmas mm. in the Chipmunk song?
0: Classic.
1: You haven't lived if you haven't had to form that song at least once on Christmas in front of all of your relatives. Yeah,
5: we- Alexis, I know you're a huge fan of, like me, of uh, Patton Oswald. Have you heard him do the bit where he uh, he slows down the record and it sounds like demons?
3: Time for
5: toys and time for cheer. <laughs>
1: And the correct answer, what does Alvin want for Christmas? Jesse, do you want to answer the one? Me, I want a hula hoop. He
0: can hardly stand <laughs> awake. He so Christmas, Christmas,
3: don't be late. late.
1: Alvin. <laughs> Jason, Amber, and Markle got that right. Although, David, your answer was cute. Oh, what do you put? I play? tried. You squeaking PS5. <laughs>
3: That's all I heard.
2: PS5. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Jesus, what 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 is a millennial answer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Question number three. Although popularized in the film of the same name, what movie did the song "White Christmas" first premiere in?
4: God, I should know this because yes. I'm a black and white fiend, but I cannot.
5: What song did "White Christmas"? Uh, what movie did it debut debut
3: in? Uh, Wait, we can phone a friend?
4: <laughs> Mark's already no. put in his
1: answer, but if uh, Melissa wants to uh, go ahead and give us the answer, I'm willing to hear it.
5: Go ahead. Yell it out.
1: Holiday Inn. I love you. <laughs> You're the best. Inn.
5: You're the best person I know.
1: MVP. MVP. <laughs>
5: You're number one. Get the kids out here to carry you around the room.
1: Mark and Jason got that right.
2: Oh. Motel, Motel, Holiday Inn.
1: Amber, nice uh, guest with Meet Me
4: in St. Louis. Yeah, but I hate myself because I'm a huge Fred Astaire fan.
1: Question number four. What do you call the snowman in the song Winter Wonderland?
4: Oh, goodness gracious. I think
0: Christmas carols and Christmas songs are rife with things that I sung as a child, but I would had no idea what they were. This being one of them, because I had no idea what this was.
1: Me neither. Yeah, Vegas <laughs> kids, but I don't think any of us ever knew what this line meant. Uh, I did no, no clue. Yeah, correct answer is in the meadow we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. Parson Brown. Mark wrote Jack Frost. Amber wrote Harry, and Jason wrote Steve. Yeah,
5: despite how many <laughs> times I've heard that song, all I could think about was Jack Frost nipping at your nose and. I was like, well, that's what I'll go with, because I don't know what the answer is.
1: I want a song that was Steve the Snowman. Right. <laughs> just your average snowman just working
2: the street corner, bringing happiness to kids. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Got a Snow. hardware
1: hat on?
5: A snowman just chilling at a desk, heading his hand, looking over bills. Like, right.
1: uh... Did David get that one right? David got that one right. Okay,
5: so he was right. the
1: only one that got
5: that one right. Go David. Good job. Yeah, I'm coming back. So, Amber, the whole reason why I wanted you here, because like you and Liz do the uh, ha- um, home is where the Hallmark podcast is, and I figured watching as many Christmas movies as the two of you do for that podcast, that like you'd be super knowledgeable.
4: Considering that I've not had any time to watch anything else really, but Hallmark movies at this point, <laughs> because there's like 15 of them every week. It's all like the week of Christmas, there was like
1: 10. Okay, one more Carol song for this round. This voice actor. Slash singer sang you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, in the nineteen sixty-six animated film.
5: The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote, stink, stank,
0: stunk.
1: His name is Thurl Ravenscroft. Who got Mark what? And Dave got that right, David. Nice try, David. Uh, David wrote that it was also Boris Karloff. Actually, that's part of the what the trick is, because um, not because Thorle Ravenscroft was not getting credit in uh, the animated special, and Chuck Jones realized that the uh, press kit that was sent out, they did not include his name in there either. So they actually had to send all these extra reminders to all the newspapers and everything saying, oh, and by the way, throw Ravenscroft saying this. They wanted to make sure he got
0: credit. All right, it's score update time. Amber, you got two points that section there. You got a total of four coming in fourth place. David Wright has a total of five. And then we have Mark Radlich coming on strong. Actually, Teasley and Mark scored and got the same questions right this round. Mark has a total of seven, and he is in second place, while Teasley is, uh, Jason Teasley, is in First place with nine points, and we are getting ready to go into... The tradition part of this round.
1: Before we start, I'm going to ask you guys: uh, Do you have any special Christmas traditions uh, for you and anything, anything that you want to share?
0: Sure. My wife and
5: I were just chatting about this. The day after Thanksgiving, we go up to the Lazy Lay Acres Tree Farm. Uh, we pick out a tree, and then a week or two later, we go back, cut it down. I have like pictures of my kids as they've been growing up cutting down the tree. There's one or two of one of, of maybe me and a child lifting a leg and peeing on it. Um, things like that, like you do. <laughs> and then we come home and uh, we trim the tree. My wife has always been gracious enough to always let me pick the music, with the one caveat, Jesse. The one caveat. I'm really, I'm, I'm
0: really surprised as what this will be. Yeah. Probably. Well,
3: what, what's the one song she wouldn't want you to put the on? The
0: one Jeez, song.
5: We are she all is. on
0: the edge of our seats. The
5: one song she has banned from the household, and I have given this to her because she's oh, put up with a lot of other I really know weird this ones. One. Christmas at Ground Zero. She's not That's even, she's right. oh. she's okay with the night Christmas when uh, Santa went crazy for some odd reason. But Christmas <laughs> at Ground Zero, she's like, I no, never again. She lets me play like the punk rock Christmas and, you know, she likes all my silly songs. She lo- We we are all huge fans of Lou Monty. I have converted everyone in this family. Even my uh, my British-Irish mother-in-law uh, is down with Lou Monty because who isn't down with oh, Lou right. Monty at Christmas right. time?
0: All right, right. David, right? You got any Christmas traditions?
3: Uh, I'm not going to say anything for fear of uh, Darkwing ducking this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, then. Moving on, Jason.
2: I, I would defer to Amber because she <laughs> handles everything. She's the glue that holds the family together.
4: Okay.
0: All right, Amber. What What do you guys do? You guys do anything traditional? Yeah, ours is
4: similar to Mark's. We go out to the Dickish Christmas Tree Farm. That's in Ohio, right, Bara? About 10 miles from us, and pick out our tag our tree. And then we go pick it up the weekend after Thanksgiving. We also make sure that every year, anywhere we go, we get an ornament for that year. Okay.
2: Yeah, there you go. And cool. uh, until this year, I used till I became abnormally large. I yeah. used to wear my Grinch onesie <laughs> when I when we would decorate the tree because. Growing up, I liked Christmas when I was younger. It was my mother's favorite holiday. Once I became like, you know, a teenager adult, I kind of hated Christmas. And up till me and Amber got together, I, I never celebrated Christmas. It was just another holiday. You know, when me and Amber got together, and, you know, we have McKenzie, you know, having a kid kind of makes you reevaluate things. And McKenzie bought me a Grinch onesie because I was so against Christmas when me and we first got together. I'm the one that's like all in the Christmas stuff now. <laughs> so I've been
5: converted. That's cool. So, Jesse, before we continue, I have a question for you. How old were your kids, um, or you may even still be going through this, when they started to question Santa?
0: Uh, that's, ha- yeah, that's happening right now. I'd say probably around eight or nine.
5: Okay. So, so the middle child and the eldest have already gone through that door. Right. It's the younger one. That's, that's, ha- that's still dealing with right.
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. yeah, we have, uh, I'm trying to think if that was, that was probably around the same time for myself, but uh, why You, mm-hmm. you uh, are you experiencing
5: such s- said things? So my son is breaking it down logic style. And he's like, no, let me explain to you why none of what the Santa Claus oh, makes oh, any sense uh, at all. And, <laughs> and then he like lifted up, he like lifted a curtain, and behind him was red strings attached, you know. And yeah, yeah. He was like, gotcha. I, he's like I don't understand any of this. And we had to explain to him that he, that it is, you just have to believe. Mm -hmm. You know, that this is a almost a religious institution and that he believes because we all believe. And he was like, whatever gets me out of this conversation, man.
0: Okay, let me tell you, tradition wise for myself, I think a lot of it has to do with movies. I think a lot of people do that. Christmas time rolls around. You get into you get into the feeling of Christmas by watching movies. And uh, it was always a big thing with me, my family. Uh, We'd sit down, we'd watch some type of Christmas related film. And probably when it rolls around on Christmas Day, that's what we're going to do. We'll probably open up presents and then we'll sit down. it's probably going to be the Santa Claus or Christmas with the Cranks. One of the few staples that all the family likes. Um, And then there we go. Alexis, what about you?
1: We do have the uh, movie traditions as well. Andre and I always watch Die Hard and Krampus every Christmas.
0: Ah, Krampus is a good one.
1: Yeah, my my dad always jokes it's not officially Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from Nakatomi Plaza. That's right.
5: I showed my kids Die Hard last year under the you know giving into the internet premise of Die Hard as a Christmas movie, and both of them looked at me like, and it was so funny because they were like, we get that it took place at Christmas, but how is this a Christmas movie? I about died laughing. My kid, my kids just cut the internet. Like they were like, nope, we're not. Buying into this? Not happening. No, well, no, we're, all, actually, we're all Mickey's uh, Christmas Carol, Emmett, happening. and 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 uh, the Yogi Bear's first Christmas over here.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: And I can't wait to for you to share uh, your daughter's reaction to Cindy's mistletoe song. <laughs>
5: You ever see you ever see the episode of Big Bang Theory where they're showing Penny Raiders of the Lost Ark? It's that face. It's, it's oh great. Uh,
1: no, I was about to say, there's a tradition, actually, I'm hoping to start uh, this Christmas. My grandmother and uh, her sister, and my great aunt, used to share a chocolate orange every Christmas day. It was their tradition. Huh. They, they've all passed. My grandmother and all of her siblings have passed away. So I was talking to my sister, Haley, and I said, you know what, I think we should start that tradition back up for, for them. So she and I are going to break a chocolate orange This Christmas, and I think we're going to try to do one every Christmas in honor of our grandmother. Yeah,
0: that's a great way to honor somebody. Fantastic.
1: All right, so are we ready to go with uh, the next round of
4: questions? Yeah.
1: All right. Tradition question number one What company first used Santa in their advertisements in 1931 and was instrumental in promoting him wearing a red and white suit? I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect. Harmony. harmony i'd like to buy the world
0: of- redacted
2: and keep it company
1: that's the song i sing the correct answer is coca-cola seriously that image of uh, the Santa holding the Coke bottle, Santa was not known for wearing a red suit in the original stories.
4: Oh. Coca-Cola
1: capitalized on that, drew an, an, an illustration of him wearing the red suit and that's kind of been the staple ever since.
4: Wow. I feel like i, I feel like was I...
1: red because he has a caffeine addiction. Huh. Jason, Mark, and David got that right. Now it. yeah, It's just always interesting to think about, you know, what we consider now like classic traditions were started because of TV, movies, and advertisements that, that aren't like, you know, it's like no one actually said Santa wore red in any yeah. of the books or anything. It's just like, nope, Coca-Cola just decided it would sell Coke better. That's crazy. Alright, question number two. In what country did the custom of putting up a Christmas tree originate? Mm. Here's a hint, it wasn't America.
3: <laughs> I think one year Pepsi did a Pepsi challenge ad where it was Santa Claus picking the Pepsi. It's like, whoever whoever came up with that billboard earned their pay.
1: <laughs>
3: and a more. Now, if that same person could just get in charge of making Pepsi taste good, then uh, then they'd really have something. (laughs) Well,
1: okay. the correct answer. The country that putting up a Christmas tree originated from was Germany. Yeah, it's close. You put
5: Norway's in Europe. Hang on. Germany and Norway are both in Europe. Therefore, it was close. It's not like I said Brazil.
4: Carly wanted to say Scotland, and I don't even know why. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, throwing Christmas trees is a tradition that uh, that started in Scotland.
1: <laughs> uh, David and Jason got that right. Thank you. Uh, question number three: What decade did NORAD, that's the North American Aerospace Defense Command, start tracking Santa on Christmas Eve? Is it A. the sixties, B. the fifties, C. the eighties, or D. the nineties?
4: Merry Christmas Eve, everyone. I'm meteorologist Kylie Miller. We continue to follow Santa as he does get closer into the United States. He's not here just yet. But as of 6 a.m., he has been spotted delivering presents to all the good boys and girls in Japan. Millions of presents. Now, Santa's coming to our area. We'll continue to track him. So stay with us here at Fox Carolina.
1: All right. All answers are in. They started the year specifically that NORAD started tracking Santa was 1955.
0: That's way so, earlier than I thought it was. Yeah, a little earlier. everyone
1: yeah. thinks. Uh, I was like, that's got to be the '80s. Mark and Jason got it right. Okay. All right. Qu- question number four: The real Saint Nicholas was born in what country? Now, for the record, the country that he was born in had a different name back then. So, I'm asking for what the modern name, modern day name of that country is. I'm not going to ask somebody for the name of a country that you know the whole Istanbul was Constantinople thing. All right, only one person got this right. Believe it or not, the, re- the real St. Nicholas was born in Turkey. All right. Yeah, Yeah. St. Nicholas. Santa Claus was originally Turkish.
0: Interesting. All right. Yeah. Who got it right?
1: Mark. Yeah, uh, David, you and Jason actually had the... Um, same uh, answer. They both guessed Germany again. Mm. All right, question number five. When burning a Yule log, what will supposedly happen if it goes out before the morning?
2: Which is to say Christmas as in Yule, Yule log. Not a log. I don't have a log, but I mean, you know, just, if I had a log. Not in the sense that you think I said I did.
1: <laughs> <sighs> oh,
2: good golly. Tis the season to be merry.
1: No one got that Right. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. I'm curious as to what some answers were, though. I would love to hear the answers for these. Uh,
1: okay. Mark guessed four more weeks of winter. <laughs> Apparently the groundhog likes to set himself on fire. Who knew? David wrote evil spirits come in. Ooh. All right. Keeping it
0: general. That's Yeah, that's nice and broad and, and definitely folksy. Somewhat
3: logical. Yeah. Very folksy.
1: Yep. Yeah. Jason wrote Krampus comes.
3: Oh, no, look
0: out. <laughs>
1: And Amber wrote, "Santa can't find you because okay. apparently Santa has to come down when the chimney is burning."
0: Great. Yeah, what's the answer?
1: You'll
4: face bad luck in the new year.
0: Bad luck. Well, now let's go ahead you and can get another. Just in say I'm
4: in last place.
0: <laughs> well, Amber, <laughs> you are correct. Amber, you have a total of four points right now. Tradition's <laughs> really whipped you pretty good there. There's a whole another 30 points up for grabs. So don't worry. Amber has a total of four points. David Wright, you are in third place with a total of seven. Mark Radlich has a total of 10 right now, and he is in second. And Jason Teasley has a total of 12 points, is in the lead. So we are about to get into the second round. Like I said, it's going to be two points per question. Before we get to round two, it's time to quickly tell you about Amazon Music. If you enjoy rocking out to some great tunes, head to getamazonmusic.com slash w2mnetwork. You can get a free 30-day trial where you can check out over 70 million songs. That's getamazonmusic.com slash w 2 network for that free 30-day trial. Now, let's get back to our game.
1: All right, so we're going back to the movies. This first question is multiple choice. In Miracle on 34th Street, what does Susan ask Kris Kringle for? Is it A, a set of dancing shoes, B, a baby brother, C, a house, or D, a garden?
5: This season,
1: 20th Century Fox, Richard Attenborough, Elizabeth Perkins, Dylan McDermott, and Mrs. Doubtfire's Mara Wilson present you with the most precious gift of all. Something to believe in miracle on 34th street directed by les mayfield all right looks like all the answers are in jason and mark got it right susan asks for a house
3: didn't she also asked for a baby brother. That was kind of the joke at yeah. the end.
1: that was a joke at the end of the remake. But that was you never did not
3: specify she... which one it was.
1: Ha, ha. That was never specifically what she asked for. She specifically wanted a house. She showed the picture of the house that she wanted. That was the whole point of her uh, story arc.
3: Like the last line of the film is, "I asked him for a baby brother." Ooh,
0: I, I mean, hey, let me ask a question here, Amber. What do you have? A baby brother. Oh goodness.
4: Okay. So give us a point. Give me and David a point. You can give the other ones too.
1: All right. Next question. In A Christmas Story, what is the message that Ralphie decodes with his decoder ring?
0: I will say that my this was a Christmas tradition. This movie right here uh as probably it was for a lot of people who had what was it on TBS that got that played it over and over and over or USA I can't remember but anyway yes definitely did okay it was probably, yeah so uh my wife's brother before he passed this you know Mindy hated this movie she hated it because he watched it all the time when they were little she could not stand this movie and I think I'd watched it maybe two times but uh, I didn't understand the hate I don't understand I, I think it's, when I was it's, young it's, it's
4: they had it on TBS. Hours.
0: I think that's why people hate it. Just you can't get away from it. Couldn't, couldn't, over couldn't.
3: and over and over. It's overexposure. Right, right.
1: See, yeah, I remember watching it occasionally when I was younger before it got aired constantly and yeah it was a Christmas staple and now not only is it overexposed but everyone knows the jokes the, the leg lamp and the fragili, and you know you <laughs> eye out kid it, 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 it's no longer just that fun little obscure Christmas movie now it's just like in your face everybody
0: knows it too yep it was soap poisoning. <laughs> First off, Alexis, ever had soap in your mouth on as a punishment? No, David. Nope. All right, Jason Teasley.
2: No, I caught the backhand.
0: Okay, all right. Amber, did you ever I got have-
4: Donnie's belt.
0: Jeez Louise. Nobody, okay, you're telling me that, okay. Then Mark Radlich, I know you had to have soap and you're putting your mouth as a punishment. Well, no, Jesse, my parents were perfect, treated
5: me very well and continue to do so to this day. They are the best parents ever that anyone could <laughs> possibly ask for.
0: Are they in the same room with you right now?
5: Yes, Jesse, I- they are. <laughs>
2: Are they are they talking about your report card again?
5: I don't know. Let me ask my father. Hey, Dad, did you want to bring up my report card from the time that I d- didn't take my chorus final? Oh, no. <laughs> Only if it's relevant to the conversation. It's <laughs> not. And it hasn't been for at least 40 years now.
3: <laughs> I
5: wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, just checking in. Oh,
0: why did we not have your dad on this podcast?
5: I don't know. Dad, would you have wanted to do Christmas trivia tonight? Where all the answers is going to be Bing Crosby? I would have... <laughs>
1: for Lou Monty
5: no that's my bit my yeah. father who my oh, father man. who likes to mispronounce things uh would have said all the answers were bring Crosby bring bring okay. Crosby yes
0: bring Crosby okay all right well then I guess I will go ahead and say that yes I have had soap in my mouth for saying bad words never died of soap poisoning or went yeah. blind I should say yeah. did you What's become a answer? connoisseur of soap over the years <laughs> it. as a matter of fact it's like well that that doesn't wash hands very well but dang does it taste good
1: all right well the correct answer was the secret message that Ralphie thought was so important that he needed the decoder ring. It was be sure to drink your Ovaltine.
3: Mm, Crummy commercial. All
1: right. Uh, Now, uh, everyone wrote a variation of it. It's like drink Ovaltine, drink more Ovaltine, be sure to drink your Ovaltine, always drink. Jesse, I think we're going to go ahead and just give everyone the point then. Good job. Good job. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. You all got got it. It was like just drink Ovaltine. Yay.
3: Everybody won and nothing changed
1: (laughs) next question what is Scott Calvin's job in the beginning of the Santa Claus where the hell this come from
0: look here dad the rose such a gladder
2: company
1: huh
2: out by the roof there's a rose such a gladder
1: just like the poem just like the poem All right, and the correct answer is Scott Calvin was a toy salesman. Mark was the only one who mentioned toys, so... All right. Next question. This multiple choice. In Home Alone, Kevin's mom gets a ride home to Chicago with what? Is it A, a dance troupe? B, a polka band? C, a moving company? Or D, a bunch of comedians? Plus a ring, a watch, a, a pocket translator, five hundred dollars, and the earrings. You love the earrings.
2: She's got her own earrings. A whole shoebox full of dangly ones. Come on, come
1: on. No, but. I'm desperate. I'm begging you. From a mother to a mother, please. All right, all answers are in. Catherine O'Hara's character gets a ride with the Kenosha Kickers, a polka band led by Sean Kent.
0: I love how he's like trying to go down through the songs to see if she recognizes him.
2: That's okay. I thought you might have recognized. Anyways, um, I had a few hits a few years ago. That's why, you know, just polka, 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 no? Twin Lakes polka, Damavuji polka, aka Kiss Me Polka, polka twist.
1: All right, and Jason, Amber, and David all got that right. Question number five for movie trivia on the hard. In Christmas Vacation, what does Clark's boss give him instead of his cash bonus? Oh, man.
2: And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, 4 flushing low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, hopeless, hopeless, heartless, fat, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey s*** he is. Hallelujah! Where's the
1: Tylenol? Okay. Well, instead of a cash bonus, Clark's boss gives him a free year's membership to the Jelly of the Month Club. Which also starts down one of my all-time favorite angry rants. We got an issue here with one of the answers. Mark, Amber, and Jason all got that right. Amber wrote Jam of the Month Club. I think we're all agreed we you know, (sighs) let that slide. All right, uh, David, you want to say what you wrote?
3: So I went with a Danish
5: of the Month Club, which do have jelly in them. They're not. Amber... Amber, yes. David, are you kidding me? How is da- <laughs> to Danish ah. and jam or jelly Oof. the same thing? I'm just
2: going to point <laughs> this out. Spock was half Jewish, and I never got that point. All
5: right. Please award Jason all the points.
0: He gets all the points. Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the end of that particular section. A score update. Here we go. In fourth place, Amber making a run here with a total of 11. David. Yep. David has a total of 12. Mark has a total of 18. Jason has a total of 20. All right, heading into the music section here. What do we
1: got? All right, first question. What had grandma been drinking before she got run over by the reindeer? Was she drinking A, whiskey, B, cider, C, eggnog, or D, cocoa? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Walking home our Alright, answers are in and yep, you all got that right Grandma had been drinking too much eggnog
4: Good job
1: Alright, second question
0: Man, this if is a you, tough one Damn.
1: If you added up all the gifts given in the 12 days of Christmas how many gifts would the singer receive? The
2: sixth thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me Facing my in-laws. Smith card
3: hangovers bringing up these lights <laughs>
1: if you count all 12 days and all the gifts given, you end up with 364 presents.
4: I, I don't understand the math on that, because it's 12, 12, 11, 12 plus, plus 11, 11, plus, plus 10. 10, plus 9. Yes, that's what you got on the 12th day of Christmas, but remember the
1: singer got a partridge in a pear tree, second day, another partridge in a pear tree.
0: Uh, yep, now we've known what we're not going to ask on the next Tripped Up trip.
1: Question number eight. Which Two animals kept time for the little drummer boy.
0: What kind of watches did they have? <laughs> <laughs> what you give a super mom who's cooked Christmas dinner? A Timex dress watch. Perfect for
4: timing the turkey. What you give two young people who wish Christmas could last forever? Two Timex watches. Christmas presents that last
5: and last. Trust Timex to solve the present problem.
1: Teasley, do you want the actual animals uh, on here or do you want the uh, watch brand answer for your final answer?
2: The animals. They <laughs> kept it on a Timex.
1: <laughs> Sorry, oh we're, due, we're due for a Scott Bakula reference. So.
0: It's down here, isn't it? I thought we saw uh, it. Hey, one hey, of
2: hey, questions. Well, wait, wait for we get traditions. Scott Bakula, <laughs> Scott Bakula will be an answer, I promise.
0: Scott Bakula <laughs> in return.
2: <laughs> or or jewie spock okay jewie spock <laughs> uh,
1: okay jason and mark got it right the and and the lyrics are the ox and lamb kept time
2: my one of my favorite christmas songs that's how i know that and i'm surprised amber didn't get that right
4: amber you want to tell what you wrote <laughs> moose and squirrel <laughs> <laughs>
2: So Rocky, Bo Wigle, so Rocky and Bow so Rocky and kept time. <laughs> I don't know.
4: At this point, it don't matter. I'm just,
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sitting there picturing, you know, Boris in the background, and, and Rocky and Bowiegle over there, over there just tapping their feet as the drummer
1: marches on. Next question: William Chatterton Dix wrote a poem in 1865 titled "The Manger Throne." It would be adapted into which Christmas carol?
2: Ziggy, if you hear me, take me far, far from here. Let me leap to 89, that was a better
0: year. I miss my old Camaro and my mansion in Van Nuys.
1: Well, afraid no one got that right, especially Uh, uh, Teasley who wrote Scott Bakula Sings the Hits. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> my scott bacula reference for the show
1: the answer is what child is this
0: oh that was on the
2: said. That's what they say in Compton.
0: <laughs> Plenty of gifts tonight, Teasley. Can I change
4: I my name? <laughs> <laughs> <To> Amber X.
2: <laughs> Amber Hussein. Uh, hey, hey, you can, but that Jeep stays in mine.
4: <laughs>
0: here's here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I can't remember if I said Amber Teasley at the beginning of this show, but I will, I will definitely post that at Amber redacted right there at the beginning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Question ten. A Canadian inventor named Reginald Fessender, or Fessenden created the first audio broadcast in 1906, in which he read passages from the Bible and played What Christmas Carol on the violin.
4: Good evening.
5: This is Professor Reginald A. Fessenden speaking to you from Brad Rock, Massachusetts, at the tower of the National Electric Signaling Company.
1: All right, all answers are in. The first, the Christmas Carol played on the first audio broadcast in 1906 was "Oh, Holy Night." Oh, yeah. Wow. Amber and David both guessed "Silent Night." Jason wrote "Christmas in Hollis Queens." Oh, this ah!
5: Christmas time in Hollis Queens. Mom's mm.
3: cooking dinner and collard greens.
1: They they're dreaming of a white Christmas. I don't think they'd be this white.
3: So 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 I think right. those that had night in the in their answers should should get a point.
1: <laughs> Mark is the only one who wrote oh holy night. Congratulations, Mark. Wow, oh, good job. Mark. I, Mark, did you actually know that or was that just a wild guess?
0: Wild guess. Impressive good guess. That and I will tell you right now as we do the score update, that wild guess came in to play here because right now we have going from bottom to top Amber has a total of 13 points. David has a total of 14. And tied for first, Mark and Jason got a total of 24.
1: I'm ready to go to the next round. Woo. Traditions. Uh, back to the traditions. Question number six for the tradition. What Roman holiday held from December 17th to the 23rd had a large influence on how Christmas was celebrated?
0: Someone got a good Roman joke. Remember the time we did
5: all Romans Week on the Rattletum Broadcasting Network, Jesse? you do. Do you remember? I'm remember. I member. I I um, um,
0: XDO, do you if I remember me- correctly. Uh, right, we time. did XDO.
5: Pax Romana, and um, then I think Andrew and I reviewed uh, something Romans from um, Netflix.
2: You know what you should have done? You should have reviewed the greatest hits of Roman Reigns, and that would have been complete.
1: (laughs) actually i'm not gonna lie when you guys said you did roman all oh, Romans, i assumed roman reigns factored into that
5: i feel like that's also the week pat and i watched um that yeah it was that was when we did the hillary duff movie because uh she was in rome at the time for that oh, one wow wow
2: mark that's a reach that is a reach
5: that was Pat. Pat was like, Pat Pat had been wanting me to do that one. And I'm like, we'll do it. And when it like we we, we we were doing whatever BS we were doing at the time. And Pat's like, you know what you should do for when in Rome, Meek." I'm like, what's that? He was like, "This Hillary Duff movie. And I'm like, sure. Whatever, Pat.
1: All right, Pat. All right, all answers are in. The correct answer is Saturnalia. That was the Roman holiday. David got that right and got the spelling correct. Very nicely. Nice. Jason wrote Saturnardia, which I think I'm going to go we're going to go ahead and give it to him. Okay. No. no. Saturn.
5: <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it to Jason. Jewish
1: okay. Spock. All right, okay. but if
5: we give that one to Jason, he doesn't get Jewish Spock. So, all right, just thanks. saying, like he doesn't get all two right. free points. I,
0: I'll
1: well, I'll go ahead. Don't uh, go Winter Solstice, so you don't get Squat. I
5: I understand that I didn't get it right, but I'm weighing on whether or not Jason uh, gets points. I,
2: winter Solstice could be no,
1: arguable.
5: No, it okay. isn't. Too I, no, no. I I got it wrong. I'm throwing myself on that one. Let's. What did it? What, what did you, <laughs> dear Amber? What did you? What did you give for an answer?
4: Winter Solstice.
2: Nice. See, see, I agree with my wife. I want to (laughs) live.
1: You agree with your wife, but she got it wrong.
2: (laughs) Well, I think I I was arguing that it it should be considered.
5: No, no, Amber and I got it wrong, and we're going to take our goose eggs like men. Right, Amber? Yeah. All
0: right. So number one answer is uh, how to get out of a podcast is thank them for listening. So I want to thank everybody for listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's how to exit a podcast. I'm sorry. All right. Question seven. Who created the first electric light Christmas display?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And for the record, this is not some you've never heard of person. This is a well-known figure.
0: In the brightest
2: Christmas story ever. Santa, he's real! Uh, I knew it! Oh, boy! Oh, that could have ended badly. <laughs> Where are my clothes? I had to get your body temperature up, so I zipped this into the sleeping bag. Trust
1: me. All right, answer is in. The first electric light Christmas display was, in fact, created by Thomas
4: Edison.
2: Wow. I'm just, I took a stab at it. It's like eh, he cre-
4: he was a light bulb. I couldn't remember who did the light bulb. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, Amber, I, I'm sorry, but who's Thomas Newton?
4: Why did you? All
0: right, who got it here?
1: Jason and David got it right. Good job. <laughs> uh, all right, this is. I'm hoping for some funny answers on this one. What is the most popular meal for Christmas in Japan?
5: Jason, nope. uh, David, if you don't get this one right, you have to leave the game now. <coughs> David, Melissa.
0: I ugh. knew he was going to yell for Melissa. Some Melissa.
5: Somewhere. <laughs> is my wife taking a shower? Did she die? Where is she? Did she leave? Oh, right. she went with my parents. Duh. Never mind.
0: Oh, that's funny. She actually left your house and you didn't know.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, no clue. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think she did. I know that she, she, had, to go get, she had to go get her car from uh, my parents' house crap i can't but so can i text my wife real quick no put your
0: answer in i text david
5: david what's the answer yeah ask david yeah david (laughs) David, ask your wife and then have her text me well that that, that's plan b okay
0: david has a really solid chance of nabbing second from you mark radlich
5: just saying if he does really well this section can i have my daughter yell out my answer for me lily come here (sighs) okay go for it (laughs) lily come here let me know when all the answers are in they're all in okay lily come here what do you think the most famous uh, Christmas dinner uh, is in Japan? Ramen. That's right. Isn't that your favorite thing, too? Yes. Yeah, high five.
1: Good guess. And ramen is one of my favorite dishes, but that is not the correct answer. Yeah, Mark guessed ramen. Amber guessed spare ribs. Jason, you are a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we
2: that. This is a-
1: oh. we no, do I
2: that. No, I went dark. I, I went dark, dark. So did I, but
5: nobody caught my joke. So it's fine. Go ahead, Jason.
2: I put squid dish
5: What's the right answer, David?
3: I went with the KFC.
1: Uh, guys, David's right. David I knew is it. Correct.
3: Well
5: done, wow. David. Wow,
1: that's bizarre. I, I I never want to guess it myself, but hand, go, swear to God, KFC is the number one provider of Christmas dinners in Japan. Apparently, you got to order dinner order like weeks, weeks, weeks in ahead. Otherwise, you're going to be waiting in massively long line for Christmas dinner from KFC. That's
3: Marketing. Not Someone noticed. Hey, red and white. Those are our
0: colors. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Coca-Cola, KFC, both of the same uh, same color.
1: David was the only
0: one who walked out of that one with the correct answer. All right. And then what is the next
1: question? This is a multiple choice. After being banned by Puritans, in what year did Christmas become a federal holiday in the United States? Was it A, 1683, B, 1778, C, 1870, or D,
3: 1912? Ziggy's Gift. Brought to you by Atari, makers of home video games for fun your whole family can share.
2: Ziggy's Gift will continue after
3: these messages. We now return to Ziggy's Gift.
1: Quick answer. Christmas became a federal holiday in the United States in C, 1870.
5: Uh, I, I didn't know what I took a stab in the dark on that one, but I was like, I didn't feel like the federal government got all up in your face about it until until the 1900s. <laughs> like, and I actually would have guessed later than that.
2: I, I just went with C because typically it's the, the law of average is it's the correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> I, I went with uh,
4: 1778 because I felt like that was two years after the United States became a country.
3: Yeah, if, if yeah, anyone has yeah, yeah, a- a- to go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think the American government could do anything before America was actually, <laughs>
2: <government>. yeah, <laughs> while it was being formed.
5: I, I now almost want, like, like, I like to suppose this to just random groups of people and see how many people pick the 1600s oh man because i think those are the people that we need to card off someplace
1: well there's actually a reason i picked 1683 because it was i believe 1681 was the year that christmas was finally no longer banned in the colony
5: uh, uh, no that's it, it, a good pick but you know you, you when uh, you say and when did the federal government do xyz that has to have been a federal government
3: I thought it was, that was pretty good. Pretty good. I just wonder what the jailhouse conversations were like. Yeah, What are you in here for? Murder? How about you? <laughs> Celebrating Christmas. Whoa, get away from me, man. <laughs> A Satanist. All
0: right, run them down for me, Alexis. Tell me
1: who got what. David and Jason got that one right.
0: Make everybody. Uh, well, we're getting into this final question. Mark, if you want to walk away in second place, you've got to get this one right. All right, okay? fair enough. No yeah. pressure. No yeah, pressure sir. whatsoever. Teasley, you've got this firmly in hand. I mean, David, you have the opportunity here to talk high for second place. No, no pressure. All right. No pressure at all. All right, Alexis. We do
1: have bonus questions. If you guys want to see who properly deserves that second place.
0: Jeez Louise, that first bonus question though. Are you kidding me? All right.
1: I, oh, come on. You knew it was going to show up. go
0: ahead with last question. I can't wait to see how this shakes down.
1: All right. The last question is in 2005, Carol Abersold, I think I'm pronouncing that right. And her daughter self-published a book and started what tradition?
4: All right, so Izzy, you had an emergency the other night. What happened? Fella the salt and where did it land? On the ground. And you called
1: 911. Well Mark, you did get it right. Do you want to say what that tradition is?
5: The elf on the shelf.
0: Very good.
5: Like after the whole thing with uh with believing not believing, um, it was decided that we needed an elf. We hadn't had one before. We uh, we got an elf this year, and my son has had great had great joy and pleasure following the elf around the house uh, as he wakes up every morning. The elf has taken a, a hot tub bath in the in the kitchen pot. Uh, he's right. currently hanging he's currently hanging out on my computer at one point he was going buck while on the ceiling fan this elf is uh, this elf is off the chain as the kids say
0: nice ours doesn't move very often I don't no. know why no. Our, ours <laughs> didn't either ours ours
5: yours, yours little
0: cripply <laughs> elf, is cripply elf just just kind of
2: ouch my back
0: he's like uh, we, we
2: had the reindeer too
0: this is the spot oh okay I've heard of the reindeer yeah yeah all right, so
1: Mark got it right. Who else? Amber got it right. Hey. That's a prediction that's question. About time you
4: got question. Some. I got think a point. Job.
5: Yeah. So, so Amber, let me ask you a question. Since you um and your, co- and your co-host on your podcast, Home is Where the Hallmark is, on the Chairshot Network, you're welcome. Um, Do you think Liz would have done better, worse, or the same as you had she not to, had to bow out and we were graced with Jason's presence?
4: She would have done way better than me. Yeah? Okay. She probably would have given Jason a run for his money.
5: Okay. We'll have to get next year. We'll have to get her on. We'll have to get her on for a Christmas trivia part two.
0: Part two. All right. I
4: I will not be invited back. I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Oh come on now! We we will have all sorts of new questions, and you you can always come back and next next year we're gonna do we're
5: gonna do four rounds, and one of them is just gonna be all Hallmark movies. Oh, uh
4: -oh. I might have a chance.
5: (laughs) I can tell you, I will do
3: very badly at that
5: one. (laughs) Yeah, nobody (laughs) nobody here will do good on it.
4: Write the questions because I don't
1: watch the Hallmark movies.
0: (laughs) All right, and did Jason also get it?
1: Jason wrote it was Jewish (laughs) (laughs) Pac (laughs) Appreciation. That's a zero, Jason. That's
5: the name of Jason's new band, Jewish. Spock.
1: <laughs> right. She would Spock Appreciation Day. No, that's the band name. <laughs> I've
3: <made a> few. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> We've been demonetized again. <laughs> 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 you're gonna kill me <laughs> uh all right now I, I david did you get it right or not For the record, david, no, so all right. okay all right thank you
3: as far as edge as, as guesses go i thought that was was pretty good but solid. No. it
0: was solid all right okay let's get our grand totals done here by the way just in case there was a tie for second place Alexis, I, I see her bonus questions and I'm like, if this is a tie, this is ridiculously biased when it comes to this first question. So please,
1: ask it, that first question you have. Is like,
5: it how many fibers are intertwined in a shredded wheat biscuit?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's oh, exactly what it was. Okay, It
1: was it was Lou Monty wrote what song in
0: 1960. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> come on.
1: That is called, I'm sucking up to the boss.
0: Uh, here we go. Alright, Amber, you came in here, you played. I hope you had a great time. You're in 4th place with a total of 15 <laughs> points. All right. <laughs> David, David Wright, he got a total of 22 coming in third place. And then in second place, Mark Radlich snatches it with that last question, a total of 26 points. And then Jason Teasley is the champion, 30 points. Welcome back to the show. You are champion again. Congratulations. It's Christmas. Go celebrate. Drink you some eggnog. Watch you some Quantum Leap. Celebrate Christmas. So Jason's banned for like the next six of these, right? That's correct. He is (laughs) done. <laughs>
2: well, hell it took me long enough to get back on the second one. Yeah, I had to we'll be see. a fillion.
5: We'll see you in July. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I was going to say uh, January theme is, uh, I believe just we agreed that January's theme is video games.
0: I like it. That sounds like a plan to me. Okay, I cannot I'm wait. In.
2: Oh,
4: cool. Harry Potter. Let me know. Cause are that's are how I'm you? actually dating it. That so. sounds
0: good. Then let's go ahead and I'll shoot it over to our champion right now. Jason Teasley gets to do his plugs first, sir. Please plug your stuff before, before we head into plugs. This would be a good time to tell you about a sponsor of the W2M network, and that is Grammarly. For you, the listeners of Tripped Up Trivia, Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI powered products help people communicate more effectively. It also helps you write mistake-free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar, punctuation and spelling mistakes and while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com/w2mnetwork. Again, that's getgrammarly.com/w the number 2 m network to download Grammarly for free.
2: Uh, You can find me on past episodes of uh, Triple Feature with Mark um, where we recently covered uh, Night Teeth, The Guilty, and King Richard. You can also look me up on the Second and Short podcast, all podcasting platforms, YouTube, and daily TikToks dropping every day leading up to your fantasy football playoffs.
0: Very good, very good. Okay, let's talk about it, Mark Radlich. What do you have coming up on the schedule? All right, um, well, today's Christmas Eve, everybody. Merry Christmas. God bless
5: us, everyone. By this point, tomorrow, uh, we'll be re-airing, Jesse. do Do you remember the time we reviewed the Swedish Christmas album by the guys that dress up as dinosaurs.
0: That's right, Heavisaurus. What a Heavy-sa- great band.
5: Yes, Heavisaurus. Well, we're re-airing that tomorrow, Christmas Day. Um, I can't pronounce the name of the album. It's like Jula, I think. Um, um, something like that. Uh, that'll be a re-air tomorrow. Jason, do you, do you remember the time that we reviewed Santa Jaws?
2: Yeah, I love Santa Jaws.
5: Well, that will be uh, up on the W2M network page the day after Christmas on the 26th. Well, I so have a re-airing of The Hateful Eight. And in theory, the aforementioned Jeff Sloboda of the Batman Trailer Podcast uh, and I will be doing a triple feature called For Ghost in the Shell, Aeon Flux, and Ex Machina. And then uh, Ronnie Adams of the Screaming Boy Podcast and any D&D game you like are reviewing The Kingsman. The following night uh, myself and Robert Winfrey are reviewing The Matrix, re- Matrix Resurrections. Jesse, you, me, and the, and the Coopster will be reviewing lordy Superfly Tramp. Can't wait. Alexis Hayne and I are doubling up. We're doing Animaniacs and Looney Tunes on December 30th. So David Wright and I will be reviewing season one of Foundation. Looking forward to that, David.
3: I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, I'm, I'm I'm five episodes in. Uh, I'm 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 hoping that 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 the remaining six pick up the pace. Okay.
5: And then on New Year's Day, January 1st, it's a new year, a wonderful year, January 1st, 2022. Jesse Starcher, do you remember, do you remember when we did the weird Al Yankovic retrospective? I'll never forget it. What a glorious day that was. That might have been one of our Christmas shows from years past. It was. Yep. Well, we're re-airing it January 1st. Great. Yep. All right. I'm done now.
0: All right. All right. Uh, David, do you have anything you'd like to plug, sir? Uh,
3: Yeah. So we have the Star Trek retrospective series in the archives there. So we reviewed all the Star Trek movies from the original motion picture up to the end of the Kelvin movies. So if you want to see Mark, Robert and I discuss Star Trek movies and how Spock is most definitely not Jewish, you can listen to those. And <laughs> did, otherwise, you up
5: the, did you put up the podcast where you and I, when he and I all did a retrospective of the Beastie Boys career? Yes, yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> it's
3: in there too. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting discussion. Yeah, and then just yeah, all the stuff Mark said. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll be doing Foundation, I think Lost in Space Season 3, and uh, maybe I'll see if I can finagle my way into the talking ghost in the shell, if that's possible. And yeah,
5: it, that's, yeah that's if you want to be my backup for that triple feature, I'd really appreciate it because Jeff may or may not make it. Sure. Uh, also, uh, we're talking it's, uh, sometime at the end of January. Uh, Gretsch
3: goes even four. Yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be up for that. All right. Anything else, there, sir? Uh, so I think that's that's all I know of until March, where it's just going to be Top Gun and fighter jets. We hope. All Downton uh, Abbey, sir.
5: You and, and Downton wife, Abbey.
3: You and my wife on a flirty date. While I just sit and watch you two talk about
5: Downton Abbey. Ooh, this is
0: getting awkward. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Hey, we're saving the best for last. Amber, please <laughs> let us know what you got going on uh, with the. Uh, with the podcast that you're in
4: yes you can catch me and my co-host Liz on the ChairShot Network. Uh, We do the host the home is where Hallmark is, and we talk about all things Hallmark and all their movies. All right, right. very
0: good. I'll go ahead and plug myself here. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I do a podcast on the Radelich and Broadcasting Network, part of the W2Mnet.com called Source Material. It is a comic-centric podcast where we sit down and talk about basically a story arc uh, that took place in comics. Uh, So, just recently, you could probably hear myself and Benjamin J cologne talking spider-verse and what an epic that was it was four parts put out there into the podcast sphere and boy was it a fun ride I'll tell you that uh and then of course the unspoken issues podcast where I and chris armstrong and and a couple other guests every once in a while focus on 90s comics uh so check that out that should be there should be plenty of those out in the archives there so hey uh, jesse yeah remember you remember sunday the 19th do you remember when we did
5: the kingsman comic episode 293
0: Uh, that's good stuff the kingsman and then looking forward or backward backward it was yesterday yesterday you could hear us talking about last christmas yep the last christmas and that was one strange trip
5: last Christmas I gave Jesse Starcher my heart but the very next day he gave it to Jason Teasley.
0: And Teasley took it, ran with it. (laughs) So so this year, to save all your tears... Who are you going to give it to? I have no idea. Jason,
3: <laughs> just
2: Amber has my heart always. Okay. All you're right. giving my heart that I gave you
5: to, to Amber. Weird man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, you're supposed to like, give the like vital organs of the ones you've slain in trivia contests. Uh,
3: David. Uh, oh, I'm burned. Uh, Listen, this, David. this is the second most complicated chain of custody we've ever discussed. Thank on this <laughs> network.
0: <laughs> I, I was going to set the man up for that. And he just took it right and ran. So, uh, all right, Alexis, get us out of here, please.
1: Yep, Honeysuckle Rose Creations. we fashion meets fandom at the intersection of geek and chic. Uh, come in, we are in the middle of our holiday rush, but a reminder that for every order that we receive, either through our Etsy shop or our handmade at Amazon shop, we will be donating $5 uh, per order to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. I actually need to sit down and do the math on how many orders we've received so far because... Well, let's face it, I don't know math either. I don't know why I even bothered putting a math question in this thing. If I could do math... $364. Yeah,
0: is it more or
3: less complicated than working out how many Christmas gifts it from that song?
1: <laughs> We're going to be also coming up on another big sale here starting after Christmas, even though our uh, St. Jude's charity drive will be over with. We will be doing 15% off everything in both shops starting after Christmas. This is for all of you who may have gotten some uh, Christmas gift cards or maybe some Etsy cards for your holiday gift and you're ready to go do a little spending. Of course, you can always follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's Honeysuckle Rose Creations, the intersection of geek and chic. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very
0: much for joining us here on Tripped Up Trivia. We hope that your holiday is as fantastic as you wanted it to be. For Alexis Haina, I'm Jesse Starcher. For Mark, Amber, Jason, and David, we will catch you next year. Have a great Christmas. Bye-bye. Hey, <laughs>